This is the Jagasit Podcast. Okay, according to this, Frank Murphy was born, in, in Ephesus Family, Frank Murphy was born in 1935. 1935 which, uh, which that would make made him, him a silent, which would have meant... He would have got in on on near the end of the silent generation. So his parents probably would have been, like, Those were, those were the greatest generation. Now, his parents it's interesting that he's silent generation, because that might bring on that silent desperation. That generation didn't feel like they were allowed to say what they wanted. Well, yeah, that's the they thing. They wanted, but they weren't, they didn't feel like they were allowed and, to and, and that's what's interesting because you you make an interesting point bringing up his generation. One, you know, it silent generation kind of rounds the silent desperation. But kind of says it all, doesn't it? The reason why they call the silent generation silent is because when the greatest generation lived in this country, they lived through things like the Great Depression. They they had a harder their version of America they was suffered just, a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of suffering. Their version, their experience of America was just considerably harder. Right. And their children grew up with them, witnessing all of this and living with it. It was typical of people of the silent generation to want to be just like the greatest generation. Yeah. And a lot of them were they were very conformist in that way. And what ended up happening is that they they knew that they were coming up on a world of abundance or they imagined they did. So after seeing their parents suffering, it was the general consensus or common sense, I guess, of the silent generation to give their baby boomer children more than much more than they had. Well, it's interesting because my nan and pap were silent. Yeah. And I would say to them sometimes it'd be like, well, doesn't that bother you or doesn't they're like, well, we just learned to live with it. They just they got to a point. They just learned to accept whatever the fuck they had. And that was kind of the Because they the grew mark. up so poor. And that was, and they, but they longed for more. So when they started giving their kids more, it created the entitlement of the boomers. And that was the hallmark that defined the silent generation. They, they accepted before they, they accepted what they had, but they longed for more. And they ended up giving all that they longed for to their children. Which brings us to why Frank might have been abusive to Kevin more so than the other kids. Now, he is, he's kind of abusive to the other kids. He coddles Maureen because she's the girl, which was also pretty common. Right. Uh, Kevin, the oldest child, he, he was the one I related to the most. He was the one kid that would tell you to fuck off and he was going to pursue his dreams no matter what. And he, Kevin got in trouble constantly for sneaking out to do things for his band and breaking the rules. I think Frank hated him not because he was acting up and not appreciating what he was giving him. I think he was fucking jealous. Probably. I think he was jealous of of Kevin's boldness and his ability to say fuck it to the man because frank would have never been able to do that frank was a silent generation well, kid right but that is that and that's why that's why, that's why I like that, that relationship often happened you'd always have that one kid that was a little rebellious and the parent that hated them but that's why i like how the show it just keeps going back to observing different examples of silent desperation and every Frank's, member of the family has it because there's actually a scene in the show where they it actually begins with a flashback of frank coming back home from fighting in Korea. Uh-huh. And while in in and on this flashback, he was sitting in a convertible. He was sitting right outside of his future wife's house. Uh-huh. Um, smoking a cigarette, smoking, looking cool yeah. as fuck in his military uniform. Talking to this kid about how he, you know, he still this kid still has his freedoms because of all of the fighting that he just got back from doing. He felt and looked like someone that ha- that had the whole world ahead of he him. He felt like a hero. And and, and the, here's the thing. By those standards of where the country was at the time, he had the right to feel that way because that's, that's where, where the country was. Well, and you, that's, again, a very common thing from that generation. When you look at characters like, again, um, yeah. Eric Foreman's father, Red. Yes. Um, 
even Al Bundy. What yeah. does Al Bundy always loop back to? His silent desperation. Yeah. He's always like, I was a football star. Yeah, like 30 years ago, Al. Well, that, but he can't let it go because that's all he fucking had. And that's why he's so resentful to his wife. And that's why Frank's resentful to Sue sometimes. When, when that's the thing, you know, the men of the silent generation, especially that era, they back there playing. Yeah, the girls are playing. Uh, our, if you hear any growling back there, that that's our dog and cat playing. playing. Yeah, it sounds far more vicious than it actually is. Yeah, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're their best friends. They've here. been quiet all day. Wow, and they pick now to play. Okay, oh, whatever. I'm glad. I'm just glad they're playing. But basically, um, Frank, the thing the thing is about the men of that generation. A lot of them experienced this need for the american dream and mm-hmm. when you think really about badly. when you're thinking about what that means a lot to a lot of people like for some people if you're like an you can find the Jugasip podcast on youtube and spotify every monday and friday and don't forget to like share subscribe and follow at Jugasip podcast on all social media